0: welcome this is going to be episode 41 of the bossy Beach podcast and by far my most exciting podcast yet like i feel this is obviously i've already recorded it and this is me putting my little intro at the start i actually chatted this is huge right um i went against all my rules normally i talk to women in australia and share their stories but when neil patel agrees to come on your podcast All those rules just go out the window. And if you don't know who Neil Patel is, he is one of my all-time heroes. He is like a tech uh, legend. Wall Street Journal has called him one of the top Influencers on the web. He is a best selling author. He works with big brands like Amazon. He has created huge, huge online platforms. He has NeilPatel.com. He has invented tools like Uber Suggest, Answer the Public, which anyone that ever works with me, whether you are a coaching client, if you I attend a workshop, if you're in any of my courses, you will see me reference these tools over and over and again. They are life changing for small business. And Neil is just an absolutely insanely incredible human being. And I'm so freaking excited about this episode. I'm so super grateful that it even happened. So please listen to this to the end like I was blown out of the water. Obviously, if you haven't already, you now need to subscribe to this podcast and leave me a five Start review because I feel like I've got Neil Patel on like that's equivalent to like getting Beyoncé to come to your birthday party. Well, for me it is anyway. For you, probably just like, what the fuck are you actually talking about, Elsa? But super psyched. Please enjoy this as much as I did. And uh yeah, that's it from me. Um, if you want to learn more about what we actually talk about in this episode. (laughs) shoot me an email, hello at au, and uh, I will hook you up. You're listening to the Bossy Bitch Podcast with Elsa Mitchell. Come along with me as I explore all the remote corners of Australia, uncovering success stories from women, killing it in business. I'll inspire you, teach you and best of all, make you laugh by sharing their journey and mine so that we can grow together in life and in business. Mom, have you seen my pants? Right, get out of here. Focus. Welcome to the Bossy Bitch Podcast. You Look, I'm a bit fangirling today. <laughs> but I don't really fangirl over anybody. If Beyonce was walking down the street, I would be like, There's Beyonce walking down the street. But if Neil Patel was walking down the street, I'd grab him and throw him into the back of my van. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm chatting with Neil Patel, which is like very exciting. Um, Neil, like at the risk of sounding like a bit of a loser, I'm a massive fan.
1: (laughs) Uh, You're not a loser and uh, you do amazing stuff as well. And uh, thank you for reading my stuff and uh, following me.
0: Well, everybody that knows me or has ever worked with me or has ever listened to anything I've ever said, they will know exactly who you are because I absolutely, your tools, online tools are amazing. But for those of you who don't know who Neil is, like my (laughs) mum, and even after I explain it, she still won't understand, Neil is like, I don't know, the king of the internet (laughs) I don't know
1: about that one. That probably goes to like a Mark Zuckerberg or someone who controls it.
0: I don't know about that. I was Googling to say like, how do I even introduce this guy? And even, what well, was it? The Wall Street Journal calls you one of the most top marketing influences on the web. That's a pretty big title. Thank you. <laughs> so you have created tools like ubersuggest and answer the public and you have neilpatel.com loads and loads and loads of stuff and what i love about you neil is that so much information out there on the internet is targeted towards massive big brands right and i am a huge lover of small business and i love 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 that what you have created help small business owners it's so relatable just to the average person that's even just starting out
1: yeah it, it, it's you know at the end of the day you want to end up creating stuff that helps businesses of all sizes because like for me when I got my start my mom was an entrepreneur first and she was a small business and not a lot of people are helping her and I was just like wait the majority of the businesses in the world are small businesses why not help them
0: I love that. I love that so much because there's so many like marketing podcasts that I listen to, and I end up getting really pissed off because I'm like, well, hang on a second. This is none of this information is going to serve the people that I serve because they don't have hundreds of thousands of dollars to spend (laughs) on digital marketing campaigns. So I just think what you do is literally amazing. And I do get weirdly excited about you know the ability to stalk other businesses and their SEO and things like that online but i had a few questions for you today obviously i wanted to know for because i've been ramming SEO down the throats of my clients for a long time because i've personally seen the benefits of it i know i know the power of it but i wanted to know do you think in 2022 is there still room for the average small business to see results doing their own SEO online?
1: Yes, there's definitely a lot of room. The key with small businesses, you got to go after small, non-competitive keywords that are long tail. So think three or four word phrases and then work your way up to the two word phrases. The one word phrases usually don't convert that well. Not always, but most of the time they don't convert well. You typically want to go after two, three, four-word phrases. Five, six-word phrases usually don't get as much traffic. But start with like the three, four-word phrases and then work your way up to the two and one-word phrases.
0: I'm really glad that was your answer. I was a little bit nervous that you'd say no. There was still, <laughs> forget about it. You need to spend money. There's and I was still like,
1: There's there still go a and lot spend. of hope. If your small business site tries to do everything. So if you want to do SEO, let's say you sell food for pets. And if your website wants to talk about dog food, cat food, parrot food, chimpanzee food, I'm making it up, koala food, that's a lot. You're probably not going to do as well. But if your site focuses on dogs first, and then you add in cats, and then you add in all the other animals, you'll do better over time because you're niching down. And then you're building up your authority and then you expand into all of pets. You can go after pets in day one if you want. It's just going to be harder to get traction versus niching down.
0: I love that. I love that. That's such good advice. And so I find I have a really, I think people, my clients in particular, I see a real strong trend in that people note that they're more on board with the social media, right? Because it's instant gratification. They get the likes, they get the comments. It's sexier. I am on this mission to try and get people's head around SEO. Why do you think small businesses just have this kind of, I think it's because they think it's like hard, like it's coding and it's like this technical land that they can't venture into. But why do you think people have a hard time getting their head around SEO?
1: Because it's not sexy. Exactly. (laughs) You know, you look at social media, like you said, it's sexy. SEO, not so much. Does that mean SEO is better than social media? No. Does that mean social media is better than SEO? No. Marketing is an omni-channel approach. You use social media, you use SEO, you use podcasting, you use email marketing, you use SMS. You're literally using all the channels, including even paid advertising. Whatever converts is what you double down on. The reason a lot of small businesses don't do SEO isn't because of the coding factor. It's most of them don't want to take the time and be patient to get the results. See, in social media, you can put stuff up and you can quickly know that day, is it working or is it not? SEO, not so much. You have to be patient. When I say patient, you're talking about six months to a year to really get the results you want. And you're still not going to get everything in that timeframe. It takes years and years to really dominate. But the ROI is much more massive. Mm -hmm. See, on social media, you post on Facebook, check out this shirt that I'm selling, you know, that's great. But if you rank on Google for white t-shirt for sale and that's what you sell, you're going to generate way more revenue because people are typing in exactly what you sell.
0: A hundred percent. And that's what I'm always sort of saying. The effort versus reward kind of pays off more with SEO. And it's, you know, but everything's a bit of a long game, really. I guess just with social media, there's always that, ooh, this one real could go viral. Like there's that hope every single time you put all this effort into creating a video that, oh, this could be the one. Whereas with SEO, there's, you know, not that same kind of, oh my gosh. Another question I had for you, which is switching the topic a little bit here, but let's say Google is holding a gun to your head and it's telling you that you can only choose one of your domains online, which one would you choose and why
1: uh that th- that's tough i probably choose because <laughs> my email's at it i love a lot of my domains if i had to pick a number two it'd be my ad agency np digital uh and yeah i, I think those are the two domains i would pick my name first my ad agency second
0: So another thing, I'm a huge fan of blogging, you know, it's kind of survived the whole, you know, the podcasting and the YouTubing, you know, um, I was blogging back in the day when actually it was pretty cool to be a blogger, but I was kind of blogging for my business. And back then I was a bit of a weirdo because everyone else was blogging because it was cool to blog. I was blogging for my business. So, I absolutely love your Answer the Public. I think that is just like genius, the best tool ever. Aside from Answer the Public, <laughs> what are some good tips for coming up with blog content ideas?
1: So I love going on Instagram Reels and seeing what's popular or TikTok. And typically, if you're in a specific space and you're watching or following content related to that space, you're going to find more of it uh, when you're just browsing. The second thing that I like doing is I love using Google Trends because you can see what's popular right now or booming within your sector or what's not booming as much. So it'll tell you what is overall growing and that's where you should be focusing your attention on. The third thing I like talking about is what questions do people have in my space? So everyone's familiar with Quora. Quora is like one of the most popular websites in the world. They answer questions. A large chunk of the search traffic on Google is people asking questions. Look to see what's popular on Quora and booming within your sector because you can. there's a search feature there and create content around those topics on your own website. Make sure it's more detailed, better, thorough, and over time you can start generating a lot of traffic.
0: That's a bloody good answer. <laughs>
1: You're good at this.
0: Um- <laughs> So for everybody that's just like completely bamboozled by SEO, they're like, I don't even know where to start. Like, what is a good starting point? So you're brand new in business, you're venturing out into this like, well, I know I know, need to know this thing. What's a good place to start, do you think?
1: Uh, Google Search Console. It'll end up telling you what issues you have with your website, what you need to fix. I would say that's a great place to start and it's free. And a second thing that I would end up doing is... I would start by reading articles around the web, from my own blog, neilpatel.com, to search engine land, to Moz. There's a lot of blogs out there that just break down what's working, what's not, what's changing in the algorithms, and that'll get you your start.
0: You're just giving me all the perfect answers today, thank goodness, because, yeah, I, I can't tell you again how many people I speak to, and I'm like, do you have your Google Analytics or your Google Search Console? set up and they're like no it just seems too hard I don't really understand why I need it and uh, I bang on about that a lot so I'm glad you're (laughs) I'm glad you're backing me up on everything I say here today I had another question so for me this is a pretty big fangirl moment you know I'm unashamedly admitted that I'd kidnap you if I saw you walking down the street (laughs) what is your biggest fangirl moment Like, who have you met that you're like, holy shit, I can't believe I'm meeting this person?
1: I don't know. I I, I actually can't (laughs) think of a moment. I've met so many amazing people in the world. Yes, I can imagine you have. I've met a lot of people that do, you know, like, Forget like celebrities. I've met a lot of celebrities. I've met a lot of rich people. Like when I mean rich, I'm talking about like people that own like sport team rich, right? Uh, They're just like going to
0: the ATM and drawing out cash and just making snow angels in their money. Like that rich. That's a dream of mine.
1: Rich (laughs) enough where you can buy a sports team and you don't for billions of dollars and you don't even care if it makes money or not, right? (laughs) So, which is a lot of cash. Uh, (laughs) And then I've met a lot of people who just do tons of good. Helping other people, trying to solve homelessness or diseases or poverty or clean water. So it's just tough. If I had to pick a category of the people that I met that are amazing, that I just really loved, it would probably be, you know, I love everyone. I don't really hate anyone. But it would be people that I admire the most are in that third category where they're doing good. And it's too hard to pick one person because, you know, yeah, Bill Gates can donate $100 billion and solve a lot of problems. Which is great, and that's good for him. And I'm really happy he does that. And I wish more rich people did that. But at the same time, there's a lot of people who make a hundred thousand dollars a year and they volunteer all their time doing good. And you know what? You need all those people as well because they make a huge impact in the world. So my thesis isn't that the person with the most money is doing the most good. It's in essence, you need everyone. You need someone providing the capital. You need people volunteering the time. But yeah, there's just a lot of amazing people that are doing good and trying to make the world a better place.
0: That's such a solid answer. I just feel like you, I mean, I don't know you because we literally only just started becoming best friends, but um, you seem like the most chilled out person. And I'm like, are you just born this way? Or is it like something you do to stay so chill? I'm
1: very easygoing and chill.
0: You can tell that. You can tell that. So one other question I had was, I keep flipping here um one minute i'm like who's the biggest celebrity crush and then the next minute i'm back to um <laughs> something serious but what is the biggest i guess the most common mistake you see businesses making online
1: they, f- they focus on the shiny object <laughs> see whether channels are paid advertising or seo or social media there's always the latest and greatest like TikTok or clubhouse at one point uh, it's never-ending. But if you look at most businesses, they make a lot of money through really boring, ugly channels, whether it's SEO or paid ads or just brick and mortar or having sales team or biz dev teams. A lot of the old stuff that people have been doing for 10, 20 years still works. And it actually drives more revenue than some of this cool, sexy stuff. So don't forget to do the basics.
0: Um, I also have a really solid theory um, that, you know, I'm a huge, I grew up on a very small, I grew up on a farm over here in Western Australia and I have a lot of old fashioned values when it comes to business. So I'm a huge believer in, you know, if you don't ask, you don't get. And hello, I'm speaking to you today because I was like, hey, how about you? <laughs> I'm that? I don't want to encourage everybody to start stalking you on the internet like I did, but um, <laughs> that could lead to some problems. But the power of just asking, and even like you know, I've had multiple conversations with clients later that are like, oh, I've just been walking into businesses. You know, if they're selling products, they're like, I've just been walking into all the businesses I want to stop my product, and just saying, hey, um, because I'm getting a greater response. Then you know, our email boxes are just full, right? With people. Half the time, you can't tell what's spam and what's not anymore. So. I've spoken to a few people that have gone well it's my space is so competitive like there is literally a million people doing what i'm doing so i've just been hitting the streets and walking in and saying hey here's what i've got and that's been working because nobody does it anymore
1: no they don't and if it, 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 you look at a lot of those old school tactics people just don't want to end up doing them but they work and if you look at some of the biggest companies in the world like the Microsofts, the IBMs, the Accentures, and the list goes on and on. These companies are worth hundreds of billions of dollars. Even like the Ciscos of the world, they're not sexy, but they make their money through old-school channels that people take for granted. And that's where the majority of their revenue is coming from. It's not coming from something that's cool and sexy like TikTok.
0: I love that. I love that. And it's pretty much the first thing when I'm doing my coaching is going right back to that, you know, forget everything else, because I have a saying that the best digital marketing strategy in the world can't save you if your existing clients don't love you sick, right? So it starts there. It's good old fashioned customer values. And you can apply that to any business, whether it's online or it's bricks and mortar or, you know, whatever you're doing. So I love that. And then another question I had to you, for you today was, have you read The Go-Giver by Bob Berg?
1: I haven't. I'm going to check it out though. <laughs>
0: because I was thinking a lot about I could literally can't believe you've taken the time to come on here and talk to me and um a lot of my friends were like are you for real and I'm like I know it's so weird and then I was like he must have read Bob Burke's book The Go-Giver which is essentially about how um it's not how much we receive in our business it's how much we give right so you know um when we're feeling down and out and we're not meet, meeting our financial goals or we're not where I want to be, go back to focusing on how much can we more can we give to our existing clients or to the other people that, you know, our colleagues or, you know, even people that we're collaborating with, how much more can we just give, give, give and then it will come back to you. And I'm such a solid believer in that. So when you said yes to coming on, I thought, Oh, he must be he must have read that book. <laughs>
1: No, yeah, and, and, and I haven't read the book, but I'm a big believer in giving. And uh, I don't care if I ever receive back. It's more so I just believe why not help other people. You know, when I started out, people helped me and uh, they helped me. Sorry, I'm like my kids asked me to read a book. But uh, the uh, when I started out, people helped me when I didn't have a ton of money. They didn't ask for anything in exchange and they just did it. And I loved it and I'm here because people helped me out. And, you know, as I started doing decently well, I tried to help other people. Like, why not? You know, absolutely. Don't really care if it helps grow my business, don't care for the brand recognition. Just makes me happy helping other people.
0: I absolutely love that. Thank you. And um, to wrap up on that, because so you can go and read your childhood book, because (laughs) that's the most important thing in the world. You know, this is what I, I have fangirled about you so hard for is because you do have these platforms that, you know, they're free to an extent. <laughs> but um, this, it blows people's, it, uh, this is what I love. I love it when I'm in front of a group of people and I go, check out this thing Neil Patel's made, right? You can go on here and you can search this and you can go on here and you can get backlink ideas and you can go on here and you can find out whatever. And if people, their reactions are like, just like, what? Like their minds are blown every time and I absolutely love it. I'm like, yeah, it's free. You can go and do that. It's nuts and it really is absolutely, I've seen it all the time because I'm in front of these people. It is a game changer. So thank you so much and for taking the time to chat to me. Last year, the actual reason I got into SEO, I have these moments where I look and go, what the hell are you doing? was my business partner was the SEO geek and I was more the sexy social media kind of customer service person. And she actually passed away last year and she was the biggest, biggest fan. And I was having a week the other week where I was like, you know, you have those days where you're like, what am I even doing? And then we had a conversation and I thought, well, that's Christy going, there you go, Elsa. Um, (laughs) You're on the right track. So, Thank you so much for giving me your time and sharing your tips. Honestly, it's been amazing. And um, I'm going to let you go and read your book to your child because she deserves your attention just as much as I do. Well,
1: well th- thank you for having me. And I'm really sorry to hear about your business partner. And it's amazing how you took the time to learn another skill. And uh, I wish you the best of luck. And thank you, everyone, for listening and taking time out of your day to listen to this podcast episode.
0: Thank you so much. Um, Wait, though, i just have to take a quick selfie on my phone because if I don't have a selfie, then this probably never happened.
1: <laughs>
0: don't worry, no one's going to barely be able to see you. Thank you. Have a good day.
1: You too. Take care and Thanks thank you for doing you. this in the morning.
0: Bye. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for listening to the Bossy Bitch Podcast. I am Elsa Mitchell and you can find me at elsamitchell.com.au or if you'd like to meet my friends, please head on over to Facebook and I invite you to join our free group, Bossy Bitch.